Babylon, Babylon, and them Babylon things. Wagwan, everybody. It's your girl, it's your sister, Aphrodite Stone, the Starseed Healer. And this is Stoned Love. We are so happy that it is Friday. Thank goodness it is Friday. So for everybody that has off tomorrow, please enjoy the night. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening in to uh, Brother Stone and I. We are so excited to be back before you guys again with Another exciting topic tonight is the continuum. It is the, um, what's that called, babe, like a sequel. Um, it's called the the sequel to uh, last week's interracial relationship issue. So this is part two. So we'll be looking into that. And so we are, you know, talking a little bit about the cultural differences, you know, when people come together, whether it's dating whether they decide to go ahead and get married, have children, a lot of times how do their families take it? You know, are these easy relationships to maintain, especially as it relates to, you know, people outside of the relationship? Because remember, a lot of times we always like to say, hey, well, I'm marrying my partner. I'm not marrying a family. But you are marrying into a family. You're marrying into a, a uh, an entire situation. You understand what I'm saying? So, Really happy for you guys to join us. The call-in number for those that want to uh, call in and join the conversation is 714-583-6887, 714-583-6887. Love and honor to the creator. Love and honor to the lesser deities. Love and honor to the ancestors. Love and honor to each and every one of you. Love and honor, Brother Stone. How you doing? Doing good. It's Friday which doesn't mean too much because I'm working this weekend. <laughs> right. I was going to say, you have to work tomorrow, so how is that like a big deal? <laughs> hey, hey, everybody else put that good energy out there, so I'm putting it out there too. Right, that's right, that's right. So have you had a good week this week overall? Like, how's it been for you? Oh, man, it was. I was dragging back from, from that good vacation. But other than that, it was, a, it was a good week. It ended up being kind of, kind of a fast week. Could have been better. There was a couple of things that you know, we could have improved the funds, but it's like, how was yours? So you've been busy all week. Yeah, I've been like uh, super duper uber busy, like to the 100th power, like all week. I've been super busy, but super glad that it's coming to an end. Um, just been doing what I feel the most possible put me here to do, you know, um, and put some good energy out there. We have a couple of uh, personal situations going on, so we're going to ask for some good positive energy going out from my father-in-law, who is just kind of, see, we don't speak certain things out into existence, but we do when we know that there are good people out there who join us every week and who love us, and we know that there's some good what you call prayer and meditation and good energy vibes warriors out there who, you know, would... um, So we're going to put some good energy out there for my father-in-law who's fighting a health uh, situation right now, but we know that um, he's going to overcome. And also putting some energy out because I learned from uh, my father today that um, my sister, his oldest daughter, has been missing since, like, um, the 5th of March. So March 5th. So 
Um, mm. This is really, really crazy. Yeah, like, so, yeah, babe, so this is, like, the first time you're hearing it, so I'll, I'll share with you, um, you know, some of Chuck's messages and stuff. So, yeah, like, uh, my sister is missing, you know, um, from the Cleveland, Ohio area. Uh, her name is Radice. And so it's a lot going on, but, you know, we, we got to trust that the most high the ancestors are there. So I'm going to get some information out there. I'm still waiting on a picture from him so that I can put her picture out there and uh, everything like that. So, yeah, we're asking for some good inform, uh, good love and, um, of course, information to anybody. I got the detective's name and everything else like that. So, um so we're putting, asking for prayers and good energy for both sides of our family. Actually, we have some stuff going on, but um, we're actually pretty positive together. So we're gonna make sure that we also put lots of good energy out there. But also, if any of you guys have prayer requests, make sure that you, you know, hit me up with those at the website or email me your prayer requests as well. I'm always open and available to pray for somebody. All right. So. Last week's topic, babe, we talked a little bit about interracial relationships. We talked about, um, you know, a lot more last week we talked about the black and, and the black and white aspect of it, you know, um, you know, how it was crazy, you know, funny enough, uh, a lot of movies have been coming out uh, now about the interracial relationships. I won't say just a lot of movies coming out now, but, you know, a lot of people, it, it kind of got a little heated last week, you know, because a lot of different people called in, and we, we so appreciated that, people calling in with their different uh, opinions, and people feel differently. Some people feel that there should not be any mixing of the races, absolutely at all, none, zero, zilch. Okay, and then you have other people that feel like love is love, you know. Um, you know, funny enough, I was listening to Dr. Yafa Bay, anybody that's familiar with her work, phenomenal sister, you know, just check out some of the stuff that she has. Dr. Yafa Bay, she's out of LA, out of California, and I was listening to something that she had put out sometime last year, uh, about the you know, black people body parts being so so much money, you know, selling on the black market. And then she was saying, you know, how, you know, it was like the a lot of the Caucasians who were in power who were who were running these type of illegal operations don't even think. Like why wouldn't they have think a long time ago when they had the time to start just breeding darker, you know, marrying, you know, into darker people. Some of them actually even had that concept, but you wouldn't have to, she, Dr. Yafa Bay was funny, she said they wouldn't have to steal the melanin and kill us for it, you know, and it was just a lot more, you know, to that, but talking about breeding darker, you know, so I, I also want to kind of touch into that a little bit. Do we think that some, you know, um, People, you know, some Caucasians, you know, they want to get with, you know, uh, melanated people because they they want to breed darker. So that was one, you know, topic that I wanted to to touch on tonight. Also, the fact that culturally, I, I also wanted to touch about different cultures, different cultural mixes, like Japanese and black, black and Spanish, Spanish and white. You know, there's so many different combinations that can be mixed together, but there seems to be one negative common denominator, and that's that a lot of cultures have straight-up serious issues with their relatives being involved with black people. 
Why do you think that is, babe, before we, you know, start going to the lines? We appreciate a lot of the callers we have on the line. You guys call in if you want to join in here, 714-583-6887, or join in the chat if you want to talk about this uh, topic with us tonight. Um, just kind of touching on that a little bit, babe, why do you think it is that so many different cultures, like across the board, you know, you know, we, we, we heard about a, a father from the Middle East that literally killed his daughter for dating a black man. Like, what what is it that you think? You mean why uh, so many – you got to go back into this one. You were saying uh, why do so many don't, don't like uh, the African-American man? Or you were just saying why so many people are, are dating outside of their cultures and everything. No, you need to pay attention, babe. I yeah, was I just saying work. I'm that, tired. I was saying that, you know, why do you think so many different people and cultures have issues with their like their sons and daughters, for example, dating or marrying African American men or women? You know, it's not just white people that have an issue with it. There are a lot of people all across the board, Spanish, Asian, you know, who look at blacks like, you know, ill, like how dare you, you know, break, like it's it's crazy. And it's just not just uh, uh, something that is, you know, pushed by by white people solely. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Well, part of that is just, just like how we were speaking before, like the media, like they they, they pushed it where basically they demonized the, the black man, you know, it's, it's uh, 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 you know, we're abusive, we're drug addicts, we're drug dealers, we're we're this and that, and you know, it's 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 such a negative uh, uh, aura around us when it comes to you know how people perceive us. That some of them are, are really missing, you know, the the genuine great people that we are, and you know, some of the some of the great things that we we do on the whole, but, you know, when, when you're seeing certain things, and, and like me, myself, I joke all the time about, like, uh, like up north. I was like, you know, I don't want to move up there. So, so, so. But it, it's just, like, it's funny when I'm just saying it to you because it's all jokes, but, you know, that's how some people perceive because that's all you see. That's all you've been, the, the representation that you, you see, um, whether it's through, you know, the media or through Hollywood, those are the main parts that, that we're getting the bad guys, the, the, the thugs and criminals. So a lot of it's perception. And then part of it is some of them just don't want, you know, they they really trying to keep their bloodline strong anyway. It's like they don't really want a lot of cross-contamination, so to speak, you know, if, if you're in this but, state. But, but wouldn't, you, wouldn't you kind of, you know, present or, or postulate that, I would say that a lot of these cultures must really have some sort, some form of an amnesia, you know, because you know <laughs> when 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 you look at, for example, Japanese people, I ain't seen a, a black person, you know, uh, bomb Pearl Harbor. You see, so and they and they hate black people. They don't want their daughters marrying blacks, and 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 even sometimes, you know, with the Spanish people and stuff, where they don't want to, you know, it's like they they have such this the hatred and disdain, you know, whether it be primarily for the black man, you know, I mean, and why not? You guys are excellent specimens, you know, to be measured up against. But the issue is, you know, they seem to have some form of amnesia where they forget who, who we share the same oppressor on many, on many, you know, type of, 
you, you follow what I'm saying? Like, I, I no, think that there's, uh, 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 it, it, it has to be deeper saying. than just what they see on TV and in the media. It's deeper than that. They brain, brainwashing is sometimes it's so simple. It's, it's as simple as, as who, who you're putting in front of someone showing them who the savior is. It's like 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 it it can get deep, but it's also like like some very shallow stuff. Sometimes it's like you know you're just beating it in somebody's head over and over, like generation to generation. You you just you know when you're born into it, you just feel like oh this is the norm or this is the way I'm supposed to think about it. I, I really think it's, it's pretty pretty. I'm not even gonna say simple really, but it's 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 pretty right there in your face, like like. I'm going. I'm still sticking with perception. But what, what do you think? I'm, I'm still sticking with perception. Well, I think that sure, perception has a, a great, uh, a, a great amount of weight in this in this particular thing here. But again, I think that it is when you look. And I've been doing a lot of research lately, and it's just it's just absolutely amazing how much about the black man is hidden from the black man, you know, and I guess if the world knows, you know, uh, who we are and we don't, this is, I would fucking laugh at me too. You know, if everybody else could see, oh, wow, Sister Stone, you're so gifted, you're so talented, oh, wow, you're so funny, you're so beautiful, you're so this, oh, my God, you know, if the world could see it but but, but I couldn't, I, I would laugh at me too. You see what I'm saying? So I don't know, babe. I think that it's just, you know, just even getting back to the movie Get Out, and we're about to get to the line. I'm going to hit area code 757, uh, the Don, 1-800-THE-DON, uh, actually, like one of our, our, actually our first call. So we'll get the Don in here, and then we got 770-804-367-7-3424. We've got a bunch of you guys who are going to get to the lines in a moment. But... I don't know. I've I've been doing a lot, a lot, a lot of research lately, and I'm and I'm kind of thinking that it's just it's bigger than just what's perceived on TV, on television. That it has to be something that's that's sought after. It has to be something. I mean, think about it. Look at, for example, a lot of your Asian culture. How they just love rap. Look at the little Asian boys over there, the little Japanese boys over there, especially in Japan. You know, um, they with the with the hip hop gear. You know, the black culture, the hip hop. You know, hip hop influenced the world. You know, and it, it, I don't know. True. I don't know. We're gonna get some. We're gonna get some family members. You know, kind of chiming in on that, y'all. But I think that's deep. But before we go to the lines, I want to hit y'all with something that I got from a website. Uh, actually, the website is pbs.org. Pbs.org. Uh, backslash black culture, okay? And so I was reading this article about interracial relationships, and so they have a few interracial relationships that changed history, so I just want to share a couple of them with you. Now, you guys already heard me talk about Mildred and Richard Loving from Virginia who changed the laws by um, eloping to Washington, D.C., and they changed uh, the Virginia's Racial Integrity Act, okay? Um, so that was one, and they, there was a movie that came out about them, all right? They were jailed. It was, it was a very touching movie. So if you, you guys can always pull this up or take these notes. So this is basically what PBS.org is talking about, interrelational relationships. So then there was Ruth Williams, comma, and Sir Saretze, comma. So here's this prince. Uh, or the chief of the Bamangwato tribe, first uh, 
Botswana's first president in 1966, okay, and he was married to a European. Uh, she was from England. Uh, then there's another, uh, Arcadio Huang, H-U-A-N-G, and Marie-Claude Regnier, okay, and it says here that uh, Huang uh, was China's, what is it, Huang, 18th century <laughs> European scholars made huge advances in their understanding of Chinese language and culture. Much of this work rested on the efforts of a remarkable young man named Arcadio Huang, born in a small town in China's. Fujian province, Huang's Catholic parents were set on him becoming a priest. Okay, so anyway, he was Chinese, and then he married a European, um, actually a Parisian woman. So she was Parisian. So then there was Gonzalo uh, Gonzalo Guerrera and Zazil Ha. Ha, okay, so Gonzalo Guerrera, uh, he was of the Maya. Okay, and Hernan Cortez arrived in the area, so he was, where was he from? Barrera, Yucatan Coast, Yucatan Coast. All right, so this was a Spanish Mayan heritage, okay. So that was a mix. And then we had Luisa and Louis Gregory. Uh, Louis Gregory, an African-American man, and Louisa Matthews was a British woman. Okay, so there's, okay, so then you have Leonard Kip. Rhinelander and Alice Jones. Alice Jones was a biracial woman who passed as white. And uh, Kip Rylander, uh, businessman and all of this different type of stuff. Then you had James Achilles Kirkpatrick and Kair Nisa. So this seems to be uh, a Muslim uh, European marriage. Yep, this is exactly what this is. So this, this, this is something that goes on. This is nothing new. This is something that has been going on as as the brother that had chimed in on last week was talking about how, you know, uh, in the beginning of time, uh, a lot of people feel like that God did not want the tribes mixing up, you know, that this was never supposed to be. And then some people feel like that we're just this one love vibration and that everybody's love is love. And so we respect everybody's opinion. I'm going to go ahead and mute that real quick. Yeah, a little bit too much going on, Brother Stone. Um, so we're going to go ahead and go to the lines. We're going to get area code 757-757, Brother Dadon. Go ahead and chime in on this topic, if you would, please. Hello? 757, Rich? Okay, I think this dude is asleep. Uh, okay, all right, we're going to go to our next caller. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah, Area code, <laughs> jokes yeah I don't know what this dude was, he was falling asleep. Area code 704-704. Go ahead and chime in on this subject if you'd like. Good evening. Peace Queen, the Peace Black Queen. Um, I'm just listening tonight. Okay, Peace Black Queen. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Yep. Okay, area code four two four. Area code four two four. Would you like to join us? Oh, sure. Good evening, uh, Brother Stone and Sister Stone. Good um, evening. Good evening. 
I was listening to your list, um, Spaniards. They were, first of all, the Olmecs were the first one down in that area. And mm-hmm. I don't know which Guerrero you were talking about, but I know the one of the presidents of Mexico was a descendant of a Mexican, um, Afro-Mexican that was enslaved and an American, oh. Afro-American that was enslaved. But Frederick Douglass also was married to a white woman. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so, uh-huh. as with then and now, any anybody that um, generally when it's possible to love anyone, it is true. Um, there's many sisters in love with people in prison, so it's possible to love anyone. But I just strongly feel that you have to be looking for something outside of your culture. And the problem is, not that they found just a person to love. The problem is the mindset in which they um, allow the children to be raised in. And generally mm-hmm. speaking, they're always going to pick the other culture, the white culture, the non-black culture. And even everywhere uh, the European went, bred with the women to create a new race. Mm-hmm. And they've always bred that race to believe they were superior to um, those indigenous people or pure black or pure African, whatever you want to call it. The problem is the mentality. I And I really don't want to name names, but there is a illegitimate child of a now-deceased civil rights uh, person, and in Wikipedia, um, when they list his this man's um, children, they don't list her. Her mother was a, is a white woman. She was raised in an all-white home. Her stepfather ended up being a white man that was a homosexual. She was the only black thing in the house. Now, I find it very offensive how she's leading She's been put in a real big position in Los Angeles County, and she's the the voice supposedly of black people, the new age of black people. No, what she is is spewing a European mentality because she doesn't uh-huh. know what blackness is. Anybody can learn who a certain political or historical figure was, uh-huh. but it doesn't know that it doesn't mean that you know anything about black culture. Mhm. Well, let me ask you and this. And people really listen to it. Oh, go ahead. Let, let me ask you this. What about, and because there are people who sit on both sides of the fence to this, so what would you say to the person that comes to you and says, okay, well, I have as much uh, uh, culture as anyone. I have as much knowledge of, of myself, and, and, and they, 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 they're, they're up on the culture. I mean, really, seriously, when I say up on it, as much as one can be up on it, but perhaps their preference their preference personally may be to uh, marry or wed or, or let's not even say particularly a preference, but they happen to find love in this individual. Do you think that this person is, is really out of touch with their blackness because they choose to find love outside of their particular ethnic group? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. In what way? For the simple fact that they had to be looking for it. They had to be attracted to it, to want it, to desire it. Because I know I've been approached by white men, and I'm just not interested 
You know, you just tell them, get this right. happen. A woman can take a look at a man and she knows within five seconds if it's going to go further. Actually, most of you know within two and a half seconds. <laughs> how far you go, how far you go is predicated upon, you know, A, your personality, B, your moral standards, and C, if he does something wrong. Women basically put men in three different categories. The hell no, oh. the maybe, and the hell yes. <laughs> and uh-huh. Uh-huh. and this immediately, immediately. So initial, initially, it's about attraction. You can't say that as soon as you set eyes upon a person, you are in love with him because you don't, or her because you don't know that person. You, it, it is physical attraction. It's the very first, the very first uh, point of attraction. Then comes the intellectual, the mental, but the, the initial the initial meeting is always, you know, based upon something physical. Absolutely. So if they say that they're up on on culture, that may be so, but they have always secretly had desires. And when uh-huh. they were approached or, or found the opportunity or were allotted the opportunity, they took advantage of that. And if that's what they're going to uh-huh. do, fine. But go into that mm-hmm. other camp. Don't bring that nonsense into the black culture. Because what you start right. doing is you start, dis, you know, challenging and, and disputing standards, the standards um, that, are, that are the structure and basis of our culture. And, mm-hmm. and that, to me, uh, contributes to the erosion of the culture. If you want to do what you're going to do, fine. Go do it. But take it someone else or somewhere else. Don't try to um, mislead or misconstrue what you're really doing. Absolutely, sister. Listen, thank you so much for your point. Points well received, well taken, and definitely, we're gonna definitely. build on that. We're gonna build on that. Thank you so much. Okay. It's beautiful. You're very beautiful. <laughs> you know, um, I, that. that and see, and like I said, I want people to feel free to speak how they feel because every day something as for me, you know, I am particularly the type of person that feels like this. I want to see beautiful black men and beautiful black women make beautiful black children. And it is, like I, like I said to you guys last week, it is, it is for no other reason than because to me the the art of 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 nurturing the black family has been lost. Like black children have some of the lowest self freaking esteem, man. It, 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 like like black children, like think about it, babe. Like like think about it. Look at how many kids oh, yeah. you know, kids we see in the projects in the hood. You know, kids they had this low self esteem and everything else like that. It's because you know the homes are broken. You know, and it's like man, like my husband and I, we we I don't know, we we just love black love. You know what I'm saying? We like <laughs> like it's yeah. like the hell with uh uh it's, it's the hell with Cliff and Claire Huxtable. Like we like we really on some black love. Like we gotta like like really push this in the community. So I don't think that people should get offended when people say, you know, we 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 prefer that's our preference. Okay? That's our preference. Okay. 
So that's just that's just very, very, you know, definitely. Sister Carol's in the um, chat room. Bless up, bless up, bless up, greeting queen. Thank you so much for, for logging in. And she says that black love is empowerment. Um, build on that for a second, babe. Like, because like, I know, like I said, you and I both have um, biracial uh, cousins in our families, and we love our cousins, and there's no, you know, it is what it is. But, like, build on that a little bit with the with, with the sister was saying. <clears throat> Well, I, I'm right in line with you on that one. Like, um, you know, love, 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 love is definitely love. But you know, it's something about seeing like when we're out and we see these young black couples or or older black couples, and there's they're hanging there together and they're they're real tight and the love is strong. And it's like it's just it's just beautiful to me because that's that's part of my culture. So it's like that's what I love to see. I love to see. Uh, the black father with his kids playing and they're having a good time and the mother right there smiling happy. You know, it's like that that right there is like like it for me because I I've always loved that because right. you know, for a while that was rare in our communities and now it's like I, I haven't seen on a wide scale but you know, I'm seeing it a lot more now so it's it's just something that I really yeah. love and you know, it's it's it's, it's personal pride for me. That uh that we are trying to trying to build these families back up because that's that's what's going to build our our generations up. Like you know when when you see these strong um you know I'm, I'm take it to the Asian like when you see these Asian families who are passing down their uh, businesses from generation to generation that they're all working there right. together or or that right there and they have their pride in in their family structure. It's like that was something uh-huh. that we were missing for a while. But I mean I'm not gonna say like it, it was just. All the way 100% absent, but it was a big number that that were in broken homes. So starting to see it build back up, and you're seeing these uh, families who are trying to start these businesses. Like you know, I, I salute you all the time for being an entrepreneur because I'm like, this is something that you're sustaining, and you know, maybe we can pass this down generation to generation. Who knows? But you know, it's, it's just something that that I, I personally take pride in, and, and and I really love to see it. But oh man, I, I just think. That that there's nothing wrong with with honoring the black families or you know having that preference to see that, but it's like you know I'm not going to discredit anybody else's love. It's like hey enjoy your you know enjoy your family like you know beautiful families with beautiful families. But I'm really big on seeing my black families building each other up and, and being in a positive environment. I have another question to pose to the audience. Um, Again, I was really intrigued. I listened to Dr. Yafa Bay for the very first time, actually, uh, two days ago. I think I, I just, like I said, something had just come up in my feed. It was just the title of the video, and I had clicked on it, and it wasn't Yafa, Yafa's channel herself, but it was somebody else who, I guess, had interviewed her or and whatever it was she was talking about and different things like that. And, again, you know, I was just she she made a comment that kind of struck me, and she was saying that black people, we're the only people that fall for that. Oh, we're uh, underneath it all. We're all the same. You know, do you think that Japanese people and Spanish people and, you know, uh, uh, Native Americans, you know, do you think that people really think that, that we're all the same? Because it was real deep. Sometimes you'll listen to something that somebody says, and it's kind of thought-provoking, and it's like, you know, especially with us being down here 
in Arizona, and we we thought that we we saw we experienced a lot of racism in the South. Not so much experienced it, but we we felt the the air of it, you know, in the South. And then when you come out here and you see like a lot of the you know Latino people looking at you like you scum, and I'm like, wait, wait a minute, wait, wait, what? <laughs> you know, do you think that other cultures think that like we're all the same, like we're all God's children, we're all the same? As a as a whole, I'm gonna say no. I, I think, and and I think it's just because like with a lot, like how we're just just saying, like a lot of people take pride in their communities and you know their heritage, and they really want to teach that to their their kids. Like they're not really worried about teaching their kids about someone else's heritage, their their lifestyles and all that. They want to teach their own and really really pump that into their kids because they want to carry their traditions and, and everything from, you know, keep it going, keep it strong. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's, so I'm going to go with no. Nice. All right, so let's go ahead and get another caller in on the line, and we'll see if Sister Debbie wants to talk. She may just be at work listening. Sister Debbie, good evening. Good evening. How's everybody? I am at work, but I I'm, I'm, um, I can talk. <laughs> Before I was ready for <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can talk tonight. Um, on the question you just asked, do, do they think that we're all the same underneath? I don't. I don't think everybody has that view because if they did, they would treat us differently mm-hmm. on yeah. a wide scale basis. And they don't. And like you see in the South, I mean, it's like a recipe is still passed down. And you can even in some little kids, they they've been taught, they're being taught certain things. They look at you a certain way, you know, even as a little kid. So, yeah, um, there's a there's a big difference. Just everybody's just treating everybody the same. They felt we were all the same. When you peel back this color, and look at the bones. I mean, even though we know we're not the same, there's something different about the black race. And mm-hmm. It's, we're we're a hot commodity at this point. If they're taking organs from little kids and everybody else, so no, mm-hmm. we're, we're not the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Why do you think that so many cultures or people? I won't say cultures as a whole. Like I'm grouping all Japanese people or all Hispanic people together because clearly there are people who step outside of their own cultural boundaries or their own family guidelines to explore and experience love. But why why do you you think, in your opinion, there's so many different people who look down on their own relatives for uh dating black people? That's that's true. They do. They do look down on it, even though they're supposed to be free will, they um is that something they, in your phone, sis? Is, is is there something in the background there? Because it's something that's causing like a yes, beeping noise. Yes, that's a. Um, it's probably it's it's um it's a forklift, so you might be able to mute me off because it, it's really loud, and that's away from okay. me. It's like so many feet away, but it's still it's loud. It's like um, okay, it makes you deaf. Okay. <laughs> Well, we definitely appreciate uh, your comment. Thank, and it was very, very, very 
very valuable. Thank you so much, sis. Love you. Keep on hanging in there with Love us. Love you, too. All right. We, have a good night. Hanging. You, too. You all, too. Thank you. Thank, thank you, sis. Yeah, you know, it's it's tough to 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 think like that, you know, family, you know, but and we do. We live we live in a world where, you know, it would it would be beautiful. You know, it would really be beautiful. And the other thing that I like that Dr. Yaffa said was that, you know, you've got people that look like us that are the enemy and you got people that, you know, as as she called it, pale skin that are not the enemy. You know, so it's like it's it's just kinda you know, uh, and I, I'm, I'm going to reach out to the sister because she was talking about uh, something, babe, in her video where she had saw some people that were not people that she felt like were interdimensional travelers or something. Remember that, that thing or that person that you and Imp saw with that, that uh, Star Wars lightsaber? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was crazy. Like, and we're, I don't think people, ooh, that's going to be a talk for another day, but I'm going to get in touch with Dr. Yaffa because we've got some experiences all our own, Dr. Yaffa. Um, yeah. some of these people that are not people. <laughs> um, so let's go ahead and get another caller on the line. I want to get area code 804 if you would like to join in, area code 804. 804? Okay, cool. That's probably family just listening. Thank you, family. Thank you for listening in with us. Okay, let's go down the line. Area code three eight. Six, area code 386. Good evening. Hello. Hey, good evening, Sister Stone, Brother Stone. This is Elizabeth. Good evening. Well, how are you? I'm so humbled to be and honored to be in your presence tonight and tune in and um, discuss this topic that I can relate in so many levels. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, first, uh, uh, my my it it happens all the time. You see, my I I have uh, I'm in a mixed relationship. You see, my my husband he's uh, uh, and his mm-hmm. mom was white, and he's told me many stories of how they uh, always saw him less because he was mixed, and you know heard stories as well as uh, from my dad. Uh, his mom was uh, uh, black, Afro Latino, from uh, a heavily populated. Uh, town in Vieques, Puerto Rico, and mm-hmm. uh, that came from St. Thomas, and uh, he told me many stories of how, you know, times they would look at his mom because she was so dark, and being that he was light-skinned because his dad was a mix of uh, Taino and Spaniard, and so that's why he came out light-skinned out of all of his brothers, but all of his brothers were dark-skinned, so it was like you know, he, he got stared at, you know, I get stared at uh, because, you know, my daughter's uh, dark skin, which I'm, you know, very proud. That's my, my princess. I, I love her. And I, I and they look at my husband when we have, uh, when he walks around with, you know, 
my light-skinned son. I have a light-skinned son because he came out light-skinned like me. But, you know, uh, we're all diverse. You know, it's all a mix, you know, down the line. It, it, it's, in, in, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's everywhere. We're a mix. You know, I'm born in uh, New York in the Bronx, I'm Puerto Rican, you know, my mother, she's a mix as well, European, uh, Taino, her, you know, bloodline, so it's, and, you know, I saw it as well growing up, you know, my mother, she always, you know, found upon uh, the type of music I listened to, oh, you know, because I preferred listening to hip-hop or rap, you know, all of my friends was black, it's just, you know, I connected more with, you know, and I, I never, you know, had that, uh, that, that, you know, type of feeling towards, towards anybody. I saw everybody as equal, you know, I, I, I saw we was all a diverse mix, you know, in my family, I never, you know, had that, you know, that chain of, uh, racism because, uh, uh-huh. it, at all, like, uh, especially growing up, like, you know, and especially when I got with my partner of 11 years, he, you know, my mom saw that as, you know, me, uh, uh, as she would put it, uh, mixing the race, you know, and that's why I stay away. I stay away from my mom and, you know, to the point when, when she saw my daughter, you know, she said she was ugly. So, you know, it's it's things like that that hurt, you know, to see that today, you know, in 2016, we're still, you know, talking about this. It's like, you know, uh, it's sad, you know, so that's why, you know, I can relate. I can relate because, you know, it's happened to my husband. It's happened to my dad. It's happened, you know, to me personally, you know, with, with, with my mom. So it's like, you know, but I, 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 from what I, I don't want to let that make me or define me or make me a better person, you know, because, Mm -hmm. you know, for all of us, you know, especially um, trying to uh, get on another, uh, about low self-esteem. Nowadays, you know, the kids, you know, uh, they go through a lot of bullying, you know, uh, uh, like my daughters, my daughters, you know, all because they're Latina and they hairy, you know, because, you know, the the white people over here is always have something to criticize about that. So it's like, it's going on everywhere. It's bullying. And, You're right. You know, it's just, You're right. it's just sad. It's sad. Right. The mentality you know. that people, you know, can... Do you think that there'll ever be a time, sister, that, you know, your your daughter can go to school and go to work and, you know, just be proud of being a beautiful, you know, chocolate Latina? I mean, do you, do you think, and, and would you want her to, you know, um, especially if we, if we see that the world is not changing for the better, would you want her to date um, although she's she's mixed up or whatever, would you want her dating a white guy, for instance, or you know uh, a black guy or or anything like that? Like, where would you where would you feel you would want your daughter to be in that spectrum of things? And then we're gonna get to a next caller. <clears throat> wow. Mm. 
I I say I, I leave that up to her because I I wouldn't want I would prefer her to just go with her heart, you know. But but I'll be happy if she's happy. Choose whatever mm-hmm. whatever she mm-hmm. wants to choose because uh, my my That's main good. goal is her happiness. That's beautiful. You know, I don't That's want to beautiful. point thank a you, finger sister. and, you know, but thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And, thank and you good so night. Much. Thank you thank so you much. For... Oh, oh, good yeah, night to you. you, too. Sister. Yeah, see, so the, our Latino sisters are feeling it, our, you know, family are, are, are feeling it everywhere, and I'm, I'm so glad that she called in because I wanted the dynamics of the, of the Latino, of the, you know, the Afro-Cuban, you know, we got a lot of our uh, Bodiquas up in New York, <laughs> you know, and everything like that. Um, my thing is this. There's a couple of other things that I wanted to touch on real quick while we had time, you know. Um, I, I do, too. I respect the sister for her honesty, too, Carol, you know. Um, and I want to, another another comment that Sister Carol made in the uh in the chat room says here, blackness gives off energy of protection. Black seed, black candles, black organs, black crystals, and et cetera are used to heal, protect, and cure. Black is powerful, so we should embrace embrace it, you know, and when we unite, we empower each other. That's absolutely right. Very beautifully, beautifully stated. And there's a couple of other kind of examine, you know, as it relates to the interracial aspect. Let's talk about the elephant of the room, um, which is unchallenged, uh, racism within relationships, whether, uh, again, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be black and white. It doesn't, you know, it could be any mixture of everything. But what I'm talking about is unchallenged racism. Can racism still exist uh, uh, within a, a married couple, for example? You know, as soon as, soon as you, you know, get mad, you get that, that typical scenario of that 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 Caucasian person that's married to the black person, and you know they make comments. You know, you see how these stupid ends is acting, and you know there was a I, I literally saw a video like that on YouTube, and then the same with the other ones. You know, with us, our people sometimes. You know, I've I've seen black dudes be in relationships with white girls and be like, it, it's just it. We see it, but I wonder. Is it is it a big deal in marriages? Do people really kind of, is that something that's swept under the rug? And then there's another aspect that I wanted to look at. What about the type of, what about the relationships that um, you may have a, a white child that's completely both parents white, all white child, and then you, you're, you're a white woman and you get with a brother and then now you have a biracial child. So, how do you have conversations with your two sons? You know what I'm saying? Um, do you tell the black child things like, you know, the conversations, they would have to be different, you know what I'm saying, because there was one mother who was interviewed and, and you know, she had this more fear for her biracial child and different things like that. So what, what do you think about that part, babe? I'll let you take that that part and we'll go to the to the callers for some, for some stuff too. But what do you, you know, Imagine yeah. that though, having a having yeah. the one child who was whole and the other one who is biracial, and then you have to have these different conversations. How, how ooh, that would be crazy, right? Yeah, it, it, oh my, man, because because like like that goes in, even into you know how they say you you gotta treat your kids the same but different. I mean that's 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 a, a great example of that because 
you know, you really have to teach differently. Like even when it comes down to, you know, you're going out somewhere, like you have to, oh, man, and like like we keep saying, it's sad that we're still in, in 2017, you still have to think about stuff like this. But like even when it goes out to, you know, both your sons are wanting to go out to the park or go go uh, play somewhere. Like you know, you want you tell both of them to be safe, but especially the 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 mixed child is like, you know, like when the uh, what was he thirteen, the thirteen year old kid who has a play gun who got shot by the cops. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to have mm-hmm. those real conversations with both kids, but I mean, especially with the with the mixed child because you're like, you know, you're going to be perceived differently in some of these areas that we're going into, and that's. Man, I would I would really love to hear from someone who who has that dynamic. Like like, what type of conversations do you have with with both? Because you need to sit both of them down to have that conversation, so both of them can hear it. But you know, it's really geared towards the the mixed child in certain situations, especially. Right, so. right, absolutely, and that's that's real crazy. So we, I wanna I wanna talk a little bit about um, when we come back. I wanna take like a little two minute bathroom break. And when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, can there, can racism still exist within a marriage, within a, a married couple? Um, you know, I, I, I want to, I want to, I want to talk about that a little bit, family, you know what I'm saying? So uh, we're going to take a, just, a, just a quick break and we'll come back. We're going to delve a little bit more into that as we're talking about interracial relationship issues part two. This is a continuum of last week's conversation. It was on and popping. It was real hot. We appreciate it. If you guys want to join into the conversation live, the call in number is 714-583-67, 714-583-67. Six eight eight seven. If not, check this out. Not today. By yours truly is what it do, baby. What it do? Y'all, y'all already know. Sister Fire, dropping many styles. 2016, 2017, and beyond. New dimensions. Y'all not ready. Let's go. Fuck what you heard. Act like you know. The time is now. This is the show. No time to waste. Time to create. Strangle your greed. Too much on your plate. If you come now, you just might live. Seems that this world has no more to give. Tired of crying. Tired of dying. They keep on lying. We keep on buying. Hey, not today. We won't go quietly. We won't go quietly. Hey, not today. We won't go quietly, we won't go quietly What you know about laying in a bed late night Trying to figure what your baby's gonna eat now What you know about welfare, cheese, food, stamps, Medicaid, $10 pack of weed, people What you know about trapping late night till four in the morning And them boys put the sirens on you what you know about no ID heading straight downtown And the judge put the papers on you Mama ain't got no commissary Baby mama got another man She's sending commissary You don't have to be your baby Quietly, we 
Today, we won't go quietly. I don't know what I was on when I wrote that one, babe. I, I really absolutely have no idea what I was on when I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you guys, check out my music, uh, com On my website, you can download my music, my album, The Boss. You can check it out on iTunes. Thank you, Carol. Thank you. I'm glad you like that song. You know, um, you, you gotta you gotta recognize who you are. Like like one of the the lines that I wrote in the song is, they see the God particle all in your face. You know, metaphysically talk about something called the God particle, the Hicks boson. You know, what I'm saying you are the God particle, validated people. But we ain't even gonna talk about that right now because we are talking about interracial relationships, um, part two. All right. So before we had went to the break, um. We were talking, babe, about is it possible that racism can still exist uh, in a marriage? Between the couples. Yeah, my bad. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I, I think that would be kind of odd. I mean, you know, y'all. Y'all married, so obviously you can't be so racist. But I, I do believe like when the arguments start, like it's it's just it's just human nature to to try to throw a shot in there to to win the argument. So like I, I mean I don't know 
you know, some couples they're they're okay with the uh with the racial slurs going back and forth and you know, I, I I'm not sure how that dynamic would be. We'd definitely be interested to hear that one too. But um as far as the actual racism between the, the couple, uh, I mean I can't I can't really really see that happening. Well it's more so like an un an unchallenged racism. So when we're talking about unchallenged oh, racism, that's we're talking that's about like and deep, deep down inside your heart, like, yeah, because remember, now, a lot of these interracial relationships that are out there are not people that are in it because they really love each other. Like, for example, with the movie Get Out, you know, and we have to keep keep using this as a point of reference. I heard that this brother got, like, eight movie deals um, after he made all that money on that. Good gracious. Um, <laughs> but you saw reference to white chicks. You know, at the end, they showed how she was just on the website, you know, looking at all of these different athletes and stuff like that. So it's not all of that that's just out there for love. You know, it could be, like you say, to just kind of get that genetic get that genetic lockdown and make sure that their children have some of that star quality or something. You know, there's a lot of different ideologies about why these type of relationships exist and how racism can be unchallenged and underlying in a couple, you know, when they get heated, it could even be, you know, a person being insecure. It could be one person doing something that maybe puts the puts their partner in a frame of mind to think that, you know, maybe you're you're, you're putting all of your your white friends ahead of me, or you're putting all your your black friends ahead of me. You know, why why they got to be black friends or white friends? Why they just can't be friends? Yeah. You know, different things like that. So just like, for example, what was that um, old wrinkled up um, beast who the, uh, was telling the black chick, don't, don't no, bring the, um, the basketball man? The basketball <laughs> yeah, man. That's funny because I was just thinking that when you said that. I was like, yeah, like that uh, Donald Sterling, he on the, uh, the Clippers. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, she ended up recording him saying all that stuff. But, yeah, pretty much the same way. <laughs> Right, and that's real what I was thinking about. Like, black girlfriend, so that was, that was kind of exactly, funny. and that's my yeah. point. That's my point. You know, like we got to kind of figure out why a lot of these relationships are even taking place in the first place. You understand what I'm saying? So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know. I don't know. I think, you know, just to kind of, you know, summarize everything and, 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 and sum it all up, you know, I feel that it, it is very big in the United States. It is probably bigger in the United States than you would see. Like if you do see it in a lot of other countries, you see like a lot of military families. And a lot of this happens because of the military. You know, people going to the military, and the military is a diverse culture. It's, it's, the military is a culture all of its own, in its own, you know. So you find a lot of people that wind up going into the military and they either go overseas somewhere and, and, and get somebody overseas and marry them like is what happened with a lot of, when you see a lot of older couples where you see a black man with a little, there was somebody, I don't know if you remember, the little couple we saw in uh, in Greensboro in Carolina was the older black man with the little Vietnamese wife. Well, he, he was in the war, you know, and so you get that with like a lot of the soldiers and stuff like that. And I'm going to be very honest, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think that uh, we're, we're too far past the Mark family to, you know, uh, to say 
that there will ever be uh, one pure race of anything, you know, and that's one pure race of, of, because everybody, how can there be a pure race of everything when everybody kind of shares this one, this one exact same gene, everybody that's in the human family, you understand what I'm saying, shares one particular gene, so that 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 in itself, and I ain't talking about the Reese's monkey gene either. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, that's funny. They 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 be killing me with that Reese's monkey. It's funny, and it's so funny because at first I was like Reese's monkey. Is that what they was calling Reese's cups and Reese's pieces after? You know, because you know I'm a fool anyway. I don't really know. <laughs> I'm just playing, y'all. I'm just playing. <laughs> but you know, I think we're too far off the mark to to say, okay, you know, there, there shouldn't be interracial relationships. I mean we're just we're just too blended of a of a of a world right now. Unfortunately that may be what the elite uh fear and what they, they never want it to happen and but my thing is, you know, look, you, you come down here to experience life. So whatever your experience is you know, ride it. You know, ride it to the wheels fall off. You understand what I'm saying? But the thing about it is that my only point to even doing topics like this is to show that we can live in a world of diversity. We can live in a world where you can feel how you want to feel about a situation and I can feel how I want to feel about the situation. And at the end of the day, if the house is burning down and we're both in it, you know, we're not going to, you know, just – Oh, just because you're Chinese or, or because you're black or because you're white or whatever, you know, I think that there's something more powerful about the human spirit that in the time of of an extreme crisis that I don't think people are really looking at the next person beside of them who we both in a burning house together and saying, oh, you're white or you're Asian or you're, or you're Latin or you're Native American. You know, I don't, I don't, there's something so much more powerful about humanity. You understand what I'm saying? But until we can reach a level, if we will ever reach a level of equality, you know, and then again, why are we looking for equality? Because I, that's going to be another show. And so why we always looking for equality, equal rights, equality, equal to what? What are, you, what are you trying to be equal to? You know, but until we can until we can raise ourselves to a level and to a frequency where we're operating strictly out of our humanity, there will always be issues such as racial tensions and different things like that, and there will always be people who will stand on the front lines to challenge such issues. So, what's my point? My point is. Whatever side of the line you stand on, love is love. You understand what I'm saying? So don't hate me because me and my beautiful black husband decided to make beautiful black babies. We love we love love and we love black love. And we don't hate anybody that decided that they wanted to get with a beautiful Latina sister. In fact, we, we know plenty of brothers that got these Latina sisters, you know, down here in Tucson and everything. It's a bunch of them, too, and they cornbread fed, y'all. Trust me when I tell you. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you know, at the end of the day, it's all on where you where you at with it. 
It's all in where you at with it. You got any closing statements there before we get out of here? Not not much. Just uh, just appreciate the show. Appreciate everybody that called in. Um, love hearing hearing everybody's uh, you know their their their. Well, I'm not gonna say stories like that, but you know, hearing their their ideas, their opinions about situations and things like that. So, you know, I just appreciate everybody for calling in, listening in, and you know, more than anything, you know, whoever don't like us, you know, who gives a fuck, really? Because you know, <laughs> who, course, we about, who we talking about? That. Please. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's like the people we got so much love. Like I just I love love. Yeah. You know, we get a lot of love. Like we get a lot more love than we and the hate was so funny is that a lot of the hate be covert. But I don't think people realize that the ancestors always releasing something. But we love love. But check this out, family. I wanted to go ahead and just reiterate an announcement that I made earlier during the live YouTube. I am accepting audition audition uh, videos, should I say. I don't want nobody showing up here on my doorstep, you know, with their tutu and their tiara and shit on, okay? But um, <laughs> I, am, I am accepting auditions. We are looking for uh, three other women beside myself to do a weekly uh, internet radio segment called Real Righteous roots, okay, we're going to be looking for originality, you know, sisters who are different, you know, no mini-me's, um, you know, none of that, because I know I'm quirky and crazy, and I'm looking for other sisters who have personality as well, so, um, you know, the ages, you know, I'm not really dealing too much with the teens and stuff like that, so, you know, we'll say, you know, anywhere in your 20s to so if you 80, you know, just submit submit a video. So you're going to very simple guidelines, and the guidelines must be followed just precisely, y'all, because it's going to be so many submissions that it's going to be ridiculous. So the basic guidelines, you're going to create a video that you can upload to YouTube, but you need to upload it and list it as either private or unlisted so that me and the panel will be the only people that actually view your video. You don't want your introduction because it's, it's simple. You know, I was talking to a sister today and she said, you know, you know, what what are you guys looking for? And we're just looking for people to be themselves. Of course you're going to, you know, introduce yourself, state your name, where you're from, to, you know, do you have children, a little bit about yourself. You know, the video needs to be uh, no less than five minutes and no more than ten. Even if it's ten minutes and five seconds, y'all, it will not be considered like it, it it really hate to be such a stickler like this, but believe me, this is gonna be a phenomenal opportunity. We need a platform like this with, with sisters coming together and talking. When you see the brothers doing it, you see these shows out here like the Chew and the View and all of these sisters and talking about we need the righteous queens coming together and, you know, talking about things that can affect the community, the upliftment of the black man, sisters empowerment, healing issue. We gonna we also trust me now, y'all know how I do, we're gonna also be talking about, you know, issues that are going on in society. Popular culture, you know, you know, with the righteous woman's view, and you know, so it's going to be a phenomenal platform. Um, we we need it, and we're really excited about it. So you submit your video by creating it and sending the link, the link only. I do not want video files. I do not want um, MPEG files and you know uh, all of that type of stuff. Okay, just a link. All right, and make it private. All right, and you email that to mysisterstone at yahoo.com, mysisterstone at yahoo.com. No less than five minutes, no more than ten. All right, just be natural, be yourself, relax, 
and we're just looking for diverse people. Just be yourself, be unique, and be great. All right? So, listen, so wonderful uh, that you guys joined us uh, on this Friday, the day of Venus, uh, the day associated with love. This is Stone's Love, uh, and we're just glad to be before you. All right? I'm thanking the creator and the ancestors for my wonderful husband. I'm going to get him home and get him rested because he does have to work tomorrow. Listen. We don't celebrate holidays. I'm so sorry, you know, for those that was wishing me the happy Easter. But Sister Stone doesn't do the Easter. But I tell you what, for those of you all that do, you guys, please, too many aborted uh, chicken fetuses. Um, you know, <laughs> why, why, why you have the kids out there Easter egg hunting and whatnot. Don't eat too much food. You know what I'm saying? But remember the reason that you're doing it all for and don't get caught so much up into the propaganda. We love you all, all right, no matter what, whether you celebrate holidays or whether you don't, all right? And until next time, we leave you in the peace, love, and oneness of the infinite creator, y'all. Peace. Have to breathe.